And God said, for six days, work is to be done. But the seventh day shall be your holy day, a day of Sabbath rest to the Lord. As many of you know, I was fortunate to be able to go on sabbatical this past spring and summer. With the time I was awarded, plus some stored-up vacation time and some continuing education leave, I was able to take a full four months away from being the Minister of Music here at the United Parish, a job that I have held and truly cherished since August of the year 2000. But first, a little history. My father is an organist and choir director and composer, and I grew up doing all of this. First as a cherub when my mom was teaching that choir, and then as a caroler, then as a youth choir member, and then as an organist and the accompanist. In 1990, I went to Birmingham Southern College and uh, got a degree in organ performance and held church jobs throughout the time. Then I was off to Indiana for more music and more church, followed by a full-time, sorry, my eyes are going, uh, a full-time church job in South Carolina. Whoa. Then a full stop. No more church music, I said. No more. That's another story altogether. And I made my way to Boston starting work on, started, and started working on my DMA at Boston University. And for what seemed like an eternity, but was actually just a year, I was not affiliated with any church at all. After about a year, I met Jim, and not long after that, I met the United Parish. And at that time, I discovered that church could be all the things that it should be, a place that empowers people to do good, to know and feel loved by God, no matter who they are or who they aren't, a place that supports women being in the pulpit, a place that is committed to diversity, a place that stands up for love, the environment, and people in need, and that stands down from petty arguments and turf wars and financial hierarchies and division, a place that is hungry for good music and that deeply values and appreciates the work that I and all of these amazing, beautiful children and people, adults, people do each week. Over time, I realized that this is me. This is who I want to be. Fast forward 19 years. My titles, just like all of you, are many and diverse, and each one comes with its own set of responsibilities and rewards. I am living the so-called American dream fully, fully. I have more than enough, like more, more, more. So why do I even need a sabbatical, and why on earth do I even deserve one while so many others will never have this opportunity? Well, I can't really answer that either one of those questions, but I can say that I thank God and this amazing community for recognizing that in order for the fields, me, to continue being fruitful, they, I, occasionally need to be left alone to recuperate and be restored. As I prepared to take sabbatical, I was racking my brain to come up with some amazing project or study program that I could do that would refresh my mind and spirit of creativity, right? Because that's what sabbaticals are for, learning, writing, publishing, mastering some new and amazing skill. But God was not participating in that. Nope, not at all. I couldn't think of anything. It just, nothing sounded right, nothing felt right, and nothing was making sense. And at one point, I heard Kent talking about his upcoming sabbatical and saying that he wanted to have a holy adventure. And I thought, yeah, that's what I want too. That's it. That's the one. Okay, that's what you need. You need to be outside, moving your body in healthy ways, getting stronger, cleansing your mind and body and spirit, not adding more clutter to a pretty jam-packed brain. As you can see, it's pretty jam-packed. Yes, but wait. It's not like I can hike the Appalachian Trail at this time in my life. I mean, I've got kids at home. And, uh, uh uh-oh. 
this is what happens when you don't check your work. Okay, page four. Oh, good page numbers. Nope, not, hold on. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Oh, here we go. And we're having work done on our house, and I'm not on sabbatical from life. I'm just on sabbatical from church. But eventually I was able to set some small and reasonable goals. One, renewal of body. I wanted to lose some weight, eat healthier, develop a regular routine of exercise. Two, renewal of mind. I wanted to spend time outside, (laughs) a lot of it. I wanted to be in the woods, climbing mountains, riding my bike. Yes, mind, body, I don't know, I can't tell the difference. Um, Renewal of spirit, number three. Well, how do you even do that, I asked myself. Journaling, lots of prayer, meditation, yoga, all of those things. Yes, 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 all those things. The 23rd Psalm says, God is my shepherd and provides for all my needs. She makes me lie down in green pastures. She leads me beside quiet waters. She refreshes my soul. She guides me along the right paths. And even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you, God, are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely, surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. At least 154 times throughout the Bible, we were reminded that even God needed and took a full day of rest, and that unless we think we are somehow more capable than God of managing our time, hmm, then keeping the Sabbath day holy, free of work, free of creativity, free of making or spending money, free of productivity, keeping the Sabbath is not an option, but a necessity. In fact, you could be stoned to death if you didn't do it. In Jewish lore, on Shabbat, a person acquires an additional soul, a deeper one. And forfeiting this time of rest is equivalent to spiritual death. So starting May 1, I started reshaping my habits. I sent myself to Sabbath boot camp. I started by using the Kamari method on my family's home. Not once, but three times, actually. Not to say that everything I own sparks joy now, but the ratio of sparks joy to doesn't spark joy is much higher now. And then I went on an 11-day hiking retreat in Killington, Vermont. And for 11 days, I bathed myself in forest and mountain. I mean, wasn't even Jesus always running off to the mountains to hear God's voice? I did restorative yoga. I ate only very healthy food. And I calmed way, way, way down. And for 11 days, I got to be in a state of physical and mental restoration. Total reboot. And it was unbelievable. I mean, I literally get choked up thinking about it. It was like the best experience of my life. So, (laughs) wow, there it went. (laughs) Once I returned, I filled my time with many more hikes. My goal was to do 47 hikes because I'm 47 and I succeeded. And even if some of the hikes were easy. I went camping with my husband and children. I took bike rides. I rode in my journal. I went to a few workshops that, to be honest, paled in comparison to my glorious time basking in nature's beauty. I took a few guitar lessons, which I thoroughly enjoyed. I took a few voice lessons, and I cleared out more unnecessary stuff. Lo and behold, upon returning to regular life, I am finding that right off the bat, I'm fretting less about every single decision I make. I'm able to simplify tasks that I previously saw as complex and requiring tremendous amounts of thought and discernment to sort out. I am as patient a person as I have ever been in my entire life, and I am making room for for, for Sabbath. I'm making room for Sabbath 
that includes what I now know to be a requirement in my life, time and the great outdoors. What would the world look like if, for 50 days out of the year, that is one day a week, all humans just stopped? Stopped collecting manna from heaven, stopped toiling, stopped participating in conflicts, stopped driving their cars? Would we be able to keep up the the momentum required to sustain war, or would a day off from active conflict be enough enough time to reel God's way of peace? Would our planet be warming, or would that day off of everything reduce pollution, consumption, and production enough to save our planet? How many world problems would be solved if we gave ourselves Sabbath, the time that God says we need to be restored to our full, authentic selves? A parable comes up in Jewish drashas very frequently. I'm probably misquoting it, but in essence, it's about the man who wanted to change the world and discovered that no matter how hard he tried, he could not change the world. So he tried instead to change his community. But again, he failed. Then he tried to just focus on changing his family. Still, no luck. Finally, he decided that if he couldn't change other people, at least he could change himself. Bingo. He changed himself, and in so doing, he discovered that by changing himself, he had also changed his family and his community and eventually even the world. This is, I believe, what Sabbath does for us. It gives us time to be renewed, and it gives God time to transform us and reform us into agents of change, of love, of peacemaking, and into the best form of ourselves. The Bible reminds us at least 154 times that that honoring the Sabbath day is not just important but a mortal sin. But then again, I still only see through a glass darkly. God's wisdom is not always for me to understand. For now I have discovered and learned that keeping the Sabbath has long-lasting and far-reaching benefits. On my Sabbath, I walk, I hike, I feel the sunshine or rain on my face, I write in my journal. I am making room in my life to live my values by hanging up my car keys and riding my bike as much as possible. And it's working. I come to work happier, more focused, and healthier. And my community benefits. And when I bike home along the greenway, my cup is filled up again. And as it turns out, I feel better when I get home, too. And my family benefits. And by not driving my car, the earth benefits. So thank you from the bottom of my heart for giving me this time to be... (laughs) I never do this. (laughs) I don't cry. This is not... For, For giving me this time to be reformed, refreshed, renewed, and truly reborn. That's it.